Hello and welcome to the APR Yardcast for the 11th of February 2013. Uh, I'm Christian Perfect. On the other end of this Skype call is Katie Steckles. Hello. Excellent. Um, we're in pretty high spirits today, or just a weird mood, so this is going to be fun. Um, this is the first podcast since uh, 13th of January, so we're going to cover the last month on the website. Um, so Katie, what's been the most read thing on the site? Are we, are we not going to say what we're up to? Is that what we do? Are ah. we just, yeah, it, well yeah. I can't just... remember ever doing that. Okay, what are you up to, Katie? <laughs> um, just, you know, stuff. Yeah. Uh, reading jokes about horses on the internet. Yeah. Um, Who's going to be the new horse pope? Yeah. I'm excited to find out. Do you think they'll go for a woman pope this time? Um, I think that would be a, a bold decision. <laughs> I don't All think right. this is really the venue to speculate about future popes. Yeah, should we go for a most future radical? pope would be an excellent <laughs> straight-to-video film. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's go for the most read of the week, yeah. uh, which was uh, a couple of posts that we did about the invariant subspace problem, uh, which was a very exciting piece of maths news um, that somebody had possibly solved uh, or proved the invariant subspace problem. Uh, and some at some point we maybe thought it was one of the Millennium problems, but it isn't. Uh, but it was very exciting, and uh, we did a post about that, and it somehow was possibly somebody commented it was like the only. English language post that anyone had done on the internet that actually described what was going on in any detail and for that reason we got tons of hits um, I don't know if it got reddited or something as well um, but yeah slightly. so that was you know quite a popular post and then since then in even more exciting or less exciting depending on how you look at it maths news uh, it's not been solved uh, they found a flaw in the proof uh, but they're, they're like they have proved something else, which isn't quite the invariant subspace problem, but still some maths. Uh, so hooray! Uh, but they are hopeful that they can salvage the proof of the invariant subspace problem with a bit more maths, uh, which they're going to try and do, uh, which we also covered and also got a decent number of hits on. Yeah. So uh, the invariant subspace problem is Katie. It's a problem in maths. Yes. Uh, to do with subspaces that are invariant. Excellent. Uh, so I had to ask uh, my uh, friendly analyst, analyst uh, David Cushing. Um, it, the question is, on all Hilbert spaces, is uh, does every bounded linear operator on a Hilbert space have an invariant subspace? Um, so a space that gets sent to itself under that operator um, and it was one that David wanted to solve himself um, he's he's back into it now yeah he's back the, in the game on yep. the rocky training scheme uh, <laughs> we're doing a montage yeah do a montage <laughs> so yeah um, it's still open uh, I know no more than that about it I'd love so. to see that montage just different blackboards yeah <laughs> no, this is the same blackboard <laughs> staring uh, yeah, so uh, cool. So, what have I got next in the list? Uh, oh, I, yes, I found a story on NPR. For some reason, it has a blog where a chap writes, Hey, wow, isn't science great? stories every now and then. And he picked up, um, 
this paper by some people that said that your size dictates how long you're going to live um, and it's got the world's most fantastic log log graph as supporting evidence um, there's a big cluster of things pointing straight down in the top left of the graph there's a cluster of things arranged vertically in the bottom right of the graph and they've drawn a line of best fit between them it's it's a pretty good graph um, so I wasn't sure about whether to write about it or not um, but uh, the, the other two persuaded me so I wrote a big thing about uh, what's going on and uh, why it's probably not true yeah it was it was worth persuading you I think because it's always good when you um, take the mickey out of someone who's done something that's slightly not good maths yeah there's nothing more encouraging than anonymous people on the internet uh, <laughs> mocking you. well yeah we, we weren't sure because it would it would just be mocking someone but then it occurred to us that it would be funny uh, well yeah it is also really really clearly wrong um I think the so comments awful. thread on the post is like hilariously scathing as well. Is it? Am I right? Is it like loads of scientists have just weighed in and gone? Oh, on the on. NPR thing, yeah, there were loads of people posting going, "This is rubbish. Do some statistics." Um, so they eventually closed it and hid all the comments. Um, but there's a meta filter thread about that post where there's some pretty good um, discussions. Yep, and because we're an excellent website, all of this stuff is linked to in the post. Yeah. Which will be in the show notes for this podcast. Yeah, fancy that. All these yeah. links. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I've been noticing recently that the words allometric scaling, that's what they use to say. So I think it means um, other things that follow your size. Is that what allometric means, or is it Possibly. just mean power laws in general? Anyway, there are loads of those. Some people did some research, allometric scaling of languages, that the more words you add to a language, the less effect they have on the richness of the language or something. And physicists, again, trying to model okay. things. Yeah. Apparently words have entropy. It's all rubbish. So, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, eventually we'll work out which bits of science are correct, um, and then someone will write them all down. Yeah, that's the aim. Yeah. Okay, next um, thing. So speak, speaking of writing things down uh, and things that you probably wouldn't want to, uh, there's been a new Mersenne Prime. Hooray! Um, yeah, it's kind of the classic maths news story. Um, basically, when, you know, when we conceived of this website, we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can report on like when they find a new Mersenne Prime and stuff. Uh, and I think this possibly is the first time that's happened since the, the site started. Uh, so we've hopefully done it justice. So we've ha uh, done a little news post about it, uh, which was very exciting. Uh, and then also since then, uh, Paul, who's one of our guest authors, uh, was suddenly inspired by the fact that we'd probably listened to about seven different interviews about the Mersenne Prime, just because we wanted to see what they were doing with it. Um, he came up with the idea of um, kind of doing a roundup and, and reviewing that coverage because it does vary in quality. Uh, so we've got a little bit of a piece which is uh, co-authored, I guess, by me and Paul, but mainly by Paul, um, which covers the various different uh, radio and television interviews, most of which were done with the guy who's, who, whose brackets, whose computer, or who discovered the prime, um, and he is Curtis Cooper, and he has probably done more BBC interviews than he would ever probably like to in his life again, 
uh, we've covered various things that happened as well as how the newspapers handled it. And, you know, it's a bit of fun. It's quite a, quite a fun piece. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, something that occurs to me, whenever like there's a big international news story, as a foreigner, like getting a call, the BBC wants to talk to you. Yeah, I'll talk to the BBC. Like, putting the phone down, another call, the BBC wants to talk to you. And that just <laughs> continues for about a week. Yeah. What, do this... they, what happens? Oh, I, I guess they must identify which programme they're there for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it, unless you realise just how many channels the BBC has, how many outlets. Because it was all the kind of series, like... Serious Radio 4 ones, uh, World Service, uh, News, was it Newsnight, I think? Yeah. Like, like, all of the kind of... And it was interesting who didn't cover it as well, because, like, for example, The Guardian didn't actually have an article about it. They had a, a, a blog post from Alex Bellos, um, but they didn't actually have a piece in the main paper that we could find. Uh, and also, The Times, I think, didn't mention it really in any way at all. From, from what we can tell, although obviously you can't just search the Times website because you have to pay to do that. So uh, we searched the internet and there weren't any kind of mastheads for articles on the Times website. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't think it was interesting. As some people on Twitter were saying, surely this is just stamp collecting. Um, you know, the, the maths that is behind this isn't that interesting. Why are we all talking about it? I don't know. We've also treated that in our in our posts as well. Good. When I when they uh, trailed it on the Today program, um, I listened to the thing. And I thought, "Oh my God, this is going to be terrible." Then I realised John Humphreys wasn't on that day, mm. and everything was going to be okay. It was. It worked out fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, next thing, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, so Tim Gowers, um, friend of the site, why not? Yeah, we uh, can we can just claim that of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've interacted bestie. with him. A periodical bestie, Tim Gowers. Yeah. Um, he is involved in a couple of um, open access journal projects. Um, the first one he announced last year um, was Forum of Mathematics Pi and oh, what's the other one called? Sigma, um, which are. Um, Oh no, is it gold open access? I wrote a post where I thought I was cleaning out what all these terms mean. <laughs> and I'm reading it and I can't. Uh, it's a gold open access journal, which means that um, it's free to read, but somebody pays to get the thing published. Um, so he's involved in that. And then he announced um, that he was, start he was joining in with a thing called the Episciences Project, where the idea is to collect together articles from the archive and do peer review on those, but that's it. You don't publish a, a printed thing, and it's just sort of an overlay for the archive, so you just link to the archive version of the paper. Um, so he framed that. Um, his first post was, why I've joined the bad guys, why he's joined a, a gold open access journal, and then why he's joined the good guys, why he's joined this diamond open access thing uh, where... There's no money involved at any stage. Um, we must trade cowrie shells or something. Um, <laughs> so the moral here is that diamonds are better than gold. Um, yes. Or okay. don't cost money. I'm not sure which. Um, yeah, di diamonds are free. Gold is expensive, yeah? Yeah, maybe. That's, 
that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yep, I wrote that up. Um, that was quite interesting. Open access is a, an interesting topic for me. So, yeah. Good. Wonderful. All right. So next thing. Uh, oh, I'm in charge this week, aren't I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, so have we had right. any good uh, comments? Uh, we have. Uh, my my favourite thing that's happened in the comments this week is an extra bit of extra news because uh, we we had this post about the discovery of the new Mersenne Prime number um, and in the post I linked to uh, Fox News coverage of the Prime number on their website uh, which for some reason they covered it. Uh, Daily Mail were nowhere near. Um, but the uh, Fox News have covered it and somebody, I think, tweeted it saying, have you seen this? It's hilarious. Uh, and they had some absolutely cracking lines in there, um, including, well, what was it? What was it? There was a brilliant line from them. I've got this open somewhere. No, I've just got four copies of the Invariant Subspace Problem article. Here we go. Um, <laughs> they used the phrase, uh, prime numbers which are divisible only by themselves and one have little mathematical importance. Uh, which I thought was uh, an excellent bit of um, news in quotes from Fox News. Uh, and having described this in the article, somebody commented to say, well, I'm sure, I think somebody commented on my Facebook to say, well, you know, they don't, they're not that bad. Uh, and I went back and Christian noticed that they'd edited the article, uh, basically swapped that whole bit out for word for word what it says in the New Scientist article. Um, so, you know, wrong and cowardly. I guess. Since we don't have a lawyer, I'll interject. Um, I'm not sure it was word for word what the new scientist no, no. said. They, they had a, like a bit of sentence. The bit of sentence that they changed was exactly how the new scientist had phrased it, I think. Okay, it was very similar. It was evocative. Yeah, yes. it made me think of the new scientist bit. Yes. Um, but, you know, that's safe. That's a safe way of doing things, right? If the new, if new scientists have said it, it's true. That's it's done me well in life. Um, I'm using my hyperdrive right now. Um, yeah. That's a callback to what six years ago, a new scientist. Yeah. Um, Good. Uh, not and a big fan. Very <laughs> much not a big fan. <laughs> well, they they covered the prime number right. They spelt everything right. They got the you know their indices were correctly formatted and everything. It was uh, yeah. It was good news. Um, also in comments discussions, I should also add that the uh, ongoing. Uh, Smackdown drag out that is happening in the what is a mathematician comments thread continues we've had some recent more action in that thread uh, following on from somebody who voiced a, an opinion various other opinions have been voiced uh, some of which are quite entertaining so please do check it out okay. that's, that's all I'm going to say I'm going to make people go and read the article that's up there with a thing happened today <laughs> yeah the, so the, the, the context is I wrote a post called what is a mathematician discussing like when you should be allowed to call yourself a mathematician like uh, are you a mathematician if you do maths for a hobby if you go to a maths jam are you a mathematician or do you need to have published do you need to be currently working in research like where do you draw the line and various people draw the line apparently in wildly differing places uh, some people in the comments thread say that you have to have I think good research published not just not just a simple first publication you have to have a decent bit of maths published a non-trivial uh, bit of maths non, a non-trivial bit of maths uh, although this person does admit to being uh, having a degree in English, um, so I don't know. Is a, is a math is a person who's 
clearly not a mathematician qualified to comment on whether or not someone is a mathematician. I guess well, if it's simplistic... comment on semantics, I think. Yeah, well, exactly. It's um, tricky. But then they also said that they had a friend who's a plumber who does a lot of maths in his work, and therefore, um, you know, he he can't call himself a plumber mathematician. Uh, and then I think someone else commented, yes, but has he published any results as a plumber, and therefore can he call himself a plumber? Has he published any non-trivial plumbing-based research? Um, which, you know... I, I just like it when comments threads go like that because yep. yeah, comments on the internet are the best thing they are actually um, and especially arguments about semantics I find those particularly oh yes oh yes yeah so yep that actually was worth having a look at um, it's always worth thinking about these things um, so we are now up to the section of the podcast where we talk about anything else um, the anything else I want to talk about is that we've started a news team uh, because uh, as you can tell from how quiet Peter's being um, he's not here um, he's busy finishing his PhD he's doing a little bit on the site but he's not podcasting and he's not being as active as he was he used to be our news stalwart um, so we put a thing out asking for people to help with the news queue um, and a few people have answered. Uh, they are Hasim Ratkor, Colin Beveridge, Andrew Snape, Drew Barker, Camilla Ayres, Mr. H. Uh, what was the thing from Arrested Development? Was that Mr. H? I don't know. Ah, anyway. Uh, Sounds Mr. enigmatic. H, we know his name, but he hasn't used it in public, so I don't think we can call him that. Uh, anyway, and then Alistair Bird. Good old Alistair Bird is uh, offered to chip in. Um, so those people will be writing news posts from now on. Um, I think Colin's put one or two up already. Uh, Hasimrat's got uh, one that's coming out soon. Um, yep. So that's all very good. And if you'd like to join them, uh, it's very easy. Um, we're going to put a link to the uh, post that tells you what to do um, in the show notes for this. Yeah, and it's much appreciated because, um, like, for for them individually, it's not very much work at all. They just see something every so often and write it up, uh, even if it's just oh, a thing happened, uh, and it means that we have a nice steady flow of news posts, uh, which I'm sure our readers are pleased with. I guess. Yes, making everything better for everybody else for the common good. Yep. Um, yep. So, uh, Katie, anything else uh, on your mind? Uh, yeah, well, I, I started writing something, uh, I, I, as promised in probably a previous podcast. Uh, I have a series in my head of posts about open conjectures in mathematics, uh, which I'm calling Open Season, because uh, that's a witty name. Uh, and I've started... Everything yeah, it's, on this site. It's pretty good. Um, and I've started, I've actually done it. Um, so I've written one post which is about a conjecture, which you may have guessed has not yet been proved, because uh, it's still conjecture, called Singmaster's Conjecture, uh, which if you're a fan of David Singmaster, which clearly everyone is, it's definitely worth finding out what that is. Uh, and I won't spoil it for you, but it does involve Pascal's Triangle. Uh, so there's a little bit of a post about that, which has generated some interesting comments, as well as some people writing software to determine facts about numbers, uh, which is quite a nice unintended result, is that people are actually going off and doing bits of uh, research into it. I guess that's inevitable. If you're if you're posting an open conjecture, you're going to get some people going. I can do this. Uh, so nice. that was quite good. Uh, so yeah, that's the first one in the series is online. Okay, uh, I enjoyed reading that a lot. Um, I've read it 
about five times over since it's been through the editing process but uh, <laughs> it's a good post I hadn't heard of it uh, David Singmaster is an excellent dude he's a dude mm-hmm. um, so I look forward to the next one um, Katie you've written down that I need to talk about site traffic yeah it's been amazing that's a fascinating topic for our listeners well and it readers. is yeah. I d- you uh, know it's just nice yeah just in case you were worrying that you were the only one reading the site um you're not uh, we're doing okay um, which means actually if you're considering uh, writing something for the internet about maths um, the periodical is a good place for it to go because it'll get plenty of people looking at it um, I think we're averaging a couple of hundred 300 people a day uh, or we have a nice big news post so that's good stuff um, you can probably hear the frantic typing Katie Steckles as she tries to discreetly tell me that we need some more <laughs> carnival hosts. We do. <laughs> when do we need them from? Uh, from next month. Oh, uh, we've, we've got someone for the, what month is it? March. Because um, we've just had a carnival gone up now. Someone is able to post the carnival in just under a month's time. But after that, uh, we're, we're floating in the breeze or, or some idiom. That, that um, yeah, well, one of us could do it in a pinch, uh, which we probably will end up doing. Um, but if anyone would like to host a carnival, as we mentioned, we do get a decent amount of traffic to our blog um, due to various things being on Reddit and it being a good website and stuff. Uh, and if you get a carnival of maths, all you need to do is uh, receive a selection of emails over the course of the month as people have submitted posts to go in the carnival uh, if if you want, you can also research and find some other interesting maths blog posts that have gone up that month, and just assemble them into a into a, a blog post, uh, which has varied over the course of the carnival from a list of links uh, with a description of what's going on in each to uh, fully formed paragraphs with lots of photos and nice description, depending on how much effort you're willing to put in. And I don't think people mind either way because they're really just interested in seeing the links. Um, and yeah put it on your blog and we will basically direct a whole pile of traffic at your blog uh, so there's an offer <laughs> if you're interested um, probably one or two afternoons worth of effort for a whole pile of blog traffic uh, if you have a maths blog do consider doing that if you go to the aperiodical website and just hit carnival of maths which is one of the links across the top uh, and we'll put a link in this post as well um, yeah just it's very easy drop us an email you can have a look at some of the carnivals that have already been posted. We'll send you some guidance and help. Uh, and, yeah. Do. Okay. Uh, that's a pretty compelling case. Uh, all the uh, forces of rhetoric brought to bear there. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, what have we got coming up? In the future. In the future, um, yeah. Future Pope. I um, hopefully will... I say hopefully, I've basically already written the next post in the Open Season series, um, which is exciting. I'm not even sure whether to to trail what it's about, partly because I can't remember. Um, But that's very exciting, and that should be going up shortly. Uh, And in theory, other ones after that, maybe, about other Open conjectures. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look for ones that you haven't already heard of, because I could be like, hey, everyone, Goldback's conjecture. So what? Super Um, tedious. Yeah, pretty tedious. So I'm hoping to find ones that um, that people haven't heard of, and I, I have found a few just because um, I've been I've been starting to give a talk about open conjectures as a kind of precursor to 
um, getting kids into doing maths. I'm like, hey, everyone, look, there's this really simple result just about numbers. No one knows the answer. Go do it. Uh, Dedicate your life to this. Yeah, well, exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I'm wondering how many future mathematicians I've inspired already. I've given the talk three times now. Um, but in researching it, I've, I've got a few more booked in as well. And in researching it, I've basically found loads of things that are just simple enough to explain literally to a child. Um, even that, to a child. <laughs> even to a child that... Um, that are just completely out there and open. Uh, so I'll hopefully find some other good, freaky ones that you've never heard of. Okay, good. I look forward to it. Um, and in my future, uh, I have not much personally, but uh, together we've got a, a mysterious upcoming project. Yeah. We do. Um, <laughs> we're doing a thing. We've got some stuff already for it. Um, because... I don't it's know, exciting. We, we felt that we had too much free time. Maybe. Yeah, that, that was what it was. Yeah, um, so we need to do more things for free on the internet, of course. Yeah. Uh, yep, so that might appear before the next podcast, or it might yeah. not. We're the know. best at advertising. Yeah. The thing. Um, thing is happening. Yeah, so just, I don't know, sit by your computer until that happens. Keep your mice peeled. Your what peeled? <laughs> Mice? You know, like, you can control a computer with a mouse. Do people do that anymore? Keep your trackpads peeled. But it's That's not, not a thing. sensory organ. No. no. Keep your monitors anyway, peeled. Whatever way you have of paying attention to things on the internet, <laughs> do that. Um, we, it's... I don't know. Yeah, it'll be alright. Yeah. yeah more, more the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, on that bombshell... Excellent, I'm Clarkson. Uh, I think we should end it there. Yep. All okay. right. Bye. Bye.